twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. Now, I know this may sound a little crazy, but I actually use the show Hoarders as a motivational tool for myself because I find that whenever we watch the show Hoarders, and I know I'm not a hoarder. Well, I'm not a hoarder yet. I might have hoarding tendencies potentially if I don't deal with it now. But I always watch that show and I think, I don't know, something, I don't even think about I, it. I have to interrupt you and I apologize on this. You do not have hoarding hoarding tendencies. You know, you're not like the people in that show. So I don't want people, you know, as they're listening to podcasts going, oh, that filthy Virginia, she's fucking filthy and gross. And that's not the case. Right. I probably have rats and used tampons all over the house stuffed in between the couch cushions and things like that. No, that's just making it home. That's not hoarding. Yeah. That, well, that's what I thought too. But anyway, so every time I watch an episode of Hoarders, and I don't really think about it, but unconsciously, all of a sudden, I find myself starting to like clean things and, you know, pick up little things here and there. And you think get about, neurotic. Right. I think, what can I sell? What can I get rid of? And then my latest neuroses is now every time I leave the house and I start bringing stuff back, even if it's groceries, I start thinking like, okay, you know, two bags of groceries in, that means I need to take three things, bags of things out to be, you know, to keep moving in the right direction. That seems kind of healthy, I think. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I'd rather have you taking shit out on a more regular basis versus bringing stuff in and then, you know, we can't live in our house. That's pretty gross. I think it's like, I think it's a neuroses, but maybe it's a healthy neuroses, but it is. It is neurotic. But I think part of things, when you're doing things like that, it makes me start to think. Because Virginia, she fixes computers and she buys things and sells it on eBay and this sort of thing. So she's turning a profit. I'm watching that. I'm like, you know what? I've got some things I can get rid of too on eBay because I'm going to make some money. So I started looking at some of the things that I have that I can get rid of. And I thought, you know, I'm losing weight. You know, I'm going to get rid of Levi's. Levi's, you can't go wrong. That's just a set, you know, height, waist, done. And I can get rid of those things, which I did. But I was not, I wasn't professional. Like, ah, the the shipping should be this. And I got like nothing for it. From now, I'm just going to give it to the fucking Goodwill. But Virginia does those things. And she's successful. She looks at the whole big picture. She knows what she's doing. And most recently, she put her light speed on, not on eBay. She put it on Craigslist. Right. Well, this was my old bicycle. I have a new bicycle now and I had an old light speed and it'd been in the garage for probably a couple of years. And every once in a while, Roxanne, not intentionally trying to be mean or shame me, but I feel shame every time she brings it up. What are you going to do with that thing? You sure have a lot of bikes in the garage and I would feel horrible about it. Okay, now I have to uh, defend myself because people are like, God, she's a fucking cunt. Mm -hmm. I am a cunt. Yes, but not on that. She has her uh, mountain bike. She has her moots, she had her light speed, and then she has a bike that her brother picked up when he's here, and he's only been here, we've been in this house for five years, he's been here once, and he bought a $10 old 10-speed type bike, a Trek bike, and we don't need that $10 Trek bike, but Virginia thinks that we need that, so she's got four bikes, and I have one, so we've got five bicycles in the garage. You know, and here's the thing. I was going to get rid of this about a year ago, maybe a little more, and I was all ready to do it because, you know, I want someone local because I don't want to ship it and break it down and do all that nonsense. So I didn't want to put it on eBay. So I wanted to put it on Craigslist so I could get someone local. And I was going to do it about a year and a half ago, and I was all ready. And then that whole th- big thing about the Craigslist stalker and killer came around. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not putting anything on Craigslist. So I let it sit in the garage for a while. But then I kind of, you know, I got my courage up and I enlisted Roxanne to help me because I'm at work most of the time and Roxanne's around. She can kind of handle things for me. I can deal with the, the serial killer stalker right. guy. Yeah. You know, and I and I said, look, if I if I put this on Craigslist, you know, can I have you be around if someone wants to check it out if it's not on a weekend? And she said, yes. Actually, actually you're very sweet because what you said is, would you feel comfortable? Right. And I you was, first were, you know, worried about, you know, my safety, which I appreciate. But I'm thinking, you know, we've got two pit bull mixes. You know, you can attack me, but the dogs are going to bite your ass. 
Right. And at least you'll have the DNA to find the serial killer. That's exactly right. So, you know, so I, I finally got up the courage and I did it. And it was good because I got, you know, a few people pinged me right away and were like, hey, you know, tell me about the bike, what size, d to d all these things. So it was good. And we finally found someone. There was one guy who said, hey, you know, this sounds like it would be a great fit for me and wanted to come over and look at it. And Virginia goes, well, here's his number. And I had I had some appointment I had to do in the daytime. You know, when can you be back? So I said, I'll be back at the house, let's say around one o'clock. And his name's Marshall. So he's so he came over. And I'm thinking, okay, this isn't going to be so bad. I mean, how hard is it to look at the bike? You know, I just know very basic things. There's two wheels, not three, and it's titanium. And you'll see how, you know, tall it is. Because his whole concern is, would it be, is his legs long enough or is it going to, you know, be uncomfortable? You know, something to the seat or I'm not sure what. Uh, Right. You know, wah, 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 as far as I heard. Right. But I had, you know, I had answered two emails full of questions. I mean, this guy was asking about everything, which is good. I mean, you know, it's it's a pricey bike and you want to make sure the components are what you're thinking they are and everything's good shape. And, you know, he asked a million questions, answered all those, came back with another email, a million more questions, I answered all those. So there really wasn't another question he could ask about the bike. So I take this bike out, which was Virginia's baby. And even though she's selling it, I still need to treat it like it's her baby. Because, I mean, it's it's an expensive bike when she bought it. And I think you were thinking of having someone that would enjoy the bike like you did. I mean, it was a very sure. nice bike. Yeah, I want. I mean, someone who was going to pay that for the bike would have would probably be someone who knew what kind of bike it was, knew how much it was worth, and really appreciated a nice bicycle. So he comes over, Marshall comes over, or he's going to come over, but then he was running late. Let's right. say, you know, he's supposed to meet me at 1. Now it's one thirty. And I'm very neurotic when it comes, you know, about if I have an appointment with you, if the appointment's at one o'clock, I'll be there at 1250 because I don't think that my time is worth more than your time and have you wait for me because that pisses me off. And it's, it's a big pet peeve. I mean, I'm neurotic about that. So what ended up happening, so he shows up late, but he did text me saying, this is what's going on. I'm like, okay, that's fine. He shows up, not a problem. I roll the bike outside because I didn't want him in the house. And I also didn't want the dogs around him either because I didn't know what was going on. And so he's checking out the bike and then he says, well, I want to try riding it. And he's got a truck, so I, you know, I said, do you mind if I sit in your truck bed? He's like, sure. There was no cab or anything like that, so I'm not going to get thrown into the trunk, and then nobody sees what's going on. It's totally safe. The oh my neighbors goodness. can see what's going on. Had I known that was even happening, oh my goodness, I would have vetoed that. Oh, no, no. He just had a truck. It was just an empty truck bed with no shell, nothing. Yeah, it was but just, I, you know, I would have expected someone with, like, some machete to pop up out of the backseat <laughs> or something, you know, and throw you in, and last I see of you, and how am I going to explain that to your parents? What happened to, well, you know, I put a bike on Craigslist and I had her stay home by herself while some weirdos came over to look at the bike. Who thought anything would happen? No, it's like the silence of the lamb where he's trying to lift this thing and this this woman was nice enough to help the guy and then he shoves her into the uh, the mini or the minivan or the regular van. And the next thing you know, he's like, it puts the lotion on itself or it gets the hose again. I know, this would be my nightmare. We'd be on one of those like 2020 programs, you know, things you shouldn't do on Craigslist. Oh, no, there's that one thing like, you know, how did you how did you survive that sort of thing? Because they have that that show. But anyway, so I go to talk to him. I'm showing the, the stuff and then he's trying to figure out to adjust the bike. You know, I show him where the seat is at and how to adjust because Virginia showed me that in the morning because it's, you know, there's two different wrench thingies. I'm like, OK, here it is. He adjusts it. So he starts to pedal it, but then he can't get into the gears because it's not like a regular, 
you know, 10 speed that I used to know that you go click, click, and that the things are right in front of you. It's like clicking on your right hand, your left hand, you know, forward, back, whatever. He didn't know any of that shit. So I'm hearing him like grind. It's kind of like someone that doesn't know how to drive a stick shift. Aye. And I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck. And he's like, I can't get it into a lower gear or a higher gear and blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking, if you don't know how to do that, you probably shouldn't have the bike. I know. Because it, it's advanced. I mean, it, it's not, it's like a, it's not like a racing bike, but it's, it's a road ba- bike. It's like a racing bike, but not, you know. It has the same kind of gears that any bike in the last 10, 12, 15 years has on it. So No, because my mountain bike doesn't have that. Well, it's not a mountain bike gears. It's for a road bike. Right. But, but if I mean, anyone anyone has any kind of a bike they bought in the last decade or a little bit more than that, they have this kind of shifting system. Now I'm going to be over at Costco taking a look at their fucking, you know, 10-speed bikes and see if they have that. Because I'm sure that it's, because it's a high-end bike. You're She's rolling her eyes and stuff because she's like, you know, Miss Super Cyclist. Anyways, I'm dealing with Marshall. Three hours later. I called a couple of times or I texted. I was no, like, I you know, texted you to ask go. you a question. Yeah, but then I started calling you because, I, well, I texted you. I was like, you know, is everything okay? Because I'm sitting at work for the, you know, this time. I'm like, oh my God, you know, what if something's is she happened? Dead? She's laying on the floor. She's putting the lotion on it, on herself so she doesn't get the hose again. She's in a pool of blood. The pit bulls are dead. I'm, you know, I'm worried. So then, so I'm, he's, he's asking me some other questions. I'm like, you know, I'm not the person that, that knows this sort of thing. You know, you can come back like on the weekend and then Virginia will, you know, let you know or answer these questions if you have other things and she could show you certain things. It's like, you know, I don't know what it is. It's three fucking hours. At this point, I feel like we've been on a date. Three hours. I mean, ridiculous. You know, you come over, you look at the bike, you check it out, make sure there's no dings, dents or anything like that. You ask a few questions, take it on a little test ride. 30 minutes tops. And that's only if you're really prepared to buy the thing. I, you honestly, should be out of my house. Here, you no, know, he was never in the house. But honestly, what I was trying to do is just in case he's a crazy person, he's a killer. I wanted him not to know as it, me as it, it puts the lotion on itself. I'm thinking, you know what? He needs to see me as a person. And I really was doing that. I swear to God, that's where I was at. I was like, you know, this is Roxanne. Roxanne's with Virginia and she has dogs. And I was like being so nice and no fucking shitty attitude. Because he could be a crazy guy that's going to come back later on and slit my throat. Could be. Could be. I didn't know. So I was nothing but polite, helpful. And another guy was walking his dog. So I'm thinking, okay, this guy knows who the heck it is. And he had like a big Rottweiler. And so, of course, you know, because Marshall's doing whatever he's doing with the bike. He wasn't touching himself or humping the bike. He was just looking at the things again. Because bikes change a lot every minute. So I talked to the same guy. Thank God he didn't jizz on it. And he's training for the uh, AIDS life cycle. I'm like, oh yeah, they do bike rides here. Blah, 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 blah. You you know, you should go. So all of a sudden Marshall's like, what? And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Virginia knows now that if Marshall goes on a bike ride, he's going to be looking for her. But I mean, I could ride that bike better than he could. And the bike is too tall for me. And now he wants to come riding with the queers. Well, I I never said that they're the queers. I kept that by myself. Who knows? You know, so I'm like, okay, fine. So I gave the other guy your phone number that's doing the AIDS ride going here is a place that you could ride because this is your neighborhood. So then from there, it's done. He's then going, well, can I come back tonight when Virginia gets home? I'm like, like well, she gets home like at 730. She's not going to, she can be tired. So you, I, I, Like I go, three hours is not enough to make a decision about whether you want to buy a bike or not from someone. But there's something he had questions in regards to the gear shifting. I don't know what the fuck it was. So he comes over to the house and Virginia says, okay, that's fine. I said, you know, she hasn't eaten dinner, so she's, you know, she's going to be tired. She'll, you know, answer the questions and, you know, basically you can leave. So he shows up again. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe at this point, you know, 15 minutes. And he lives in Castaic Lake, which is about an hour from where we're at. So, I mean, I understand. I wouldn't want to go back and forth. Right. But, you know, I mean, really, seriously, I thought he was going to come over. And then leave. You know, ask a couple of questions. You know, either say, you know what, I'm sorry this doesn't work out for me. Or leave. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's it's a work night. It's a school night. I call work night school nights. But I mean, th- this Fruit Loop is still at the house. 
Well, no, it's not just that. It's like I told him that Virginia hasn't eaten dinner, so I was going to try to expedite it because I, I told her that he was very gregarious. So, you know, you have to keep an eye on him. Sure enough, he was very gregarious and starts asking all these questions to Virginia. Yeah, so now he's in our house. He's in our house for like an hour at this no. point. Well, it was it was. He's in our house for an hour at this point, and Roxanne's finally like, you know, uh, Virginia to want something for dinner, and he's like, hey, what's for dinner? And he starts, and I know Roxanne's in the kitchen, not answering on purpose. No, I was in the living room. I said, Virginia, we should be eating dinner soon. And then, you know, it's like, oh, he goes, well, I haven't had dinner. That's what he said. I hadn't had dinner yet. Yeah. And then you walked into the kitchen, and he starts screaming into the kitchen, hey, what's for dinner? Yeah, no, I wasn't getting any dinner. I think I was getting a drink. You were, but he thought you were getting dinner. But then he fucking gets a phone call. On oh. the phone call, he's he's on the phone with this guy, you know, with one of his friends, I'm assuming. And he goes, oh, hey. He's talking to him. He goes, well, hey, I got to go. I'm at my friend's house. I'm like, your friend's house? Holy fuck, is he moving in? He's on the phone for like 10 minutes. Now it's like 9 o'clock. I'm like, you know, dude, it, I got to go to bed. Yet. I haven't had dinner. I got to go to bed. Either buy the bike or don't. And he keeps reassuring me that, he, oh, yeah, I have the money out in the car. I have the money out in the car. I'm like, well, dude, you know, either break out the money or get the fuck out of my house. And then he wants to have the bike price dropped. Which, I mean, I understand. I'd ask, you know, I could ask for that. But it wasn't just that. I think he was just finding an excuse to stay here longer. Oh, not only that. Not only did he want the bike price dropped, but then he starts telling us about the shit that's in his garage. And now he's trying to tell me, oh, you know, I could trade you this kayak I have. Like, I'm trying to get rid of shit. I don't need a big fucking kayak in my house. Then he starts trying to trade us, like, you know. His Harley. He wanted wanted to sell his motorcycle, the Harley, which I do like the idea of that. But, I mean, I'm not going to do that. The Harley is a lot of money. And then he's like, well, and I have a Fender guitar and, you you know, you can maybe we can make a trade there. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get rid of a bike. I'm trying to unhoard myself here. I don't need to bring your crap into the house. And you know it's probably all fucked up weird shit. So he, he went to do this stuff. Finally, he leaves. I'm like, okay. So we've had six hours with this guy. Literally six fucking hours. Didn't buy shit. He's telling Roxanne as he's leaving, you know, you know what a wonderful person she is, how nice. I'm like, holy shit, now we have another stalker. So then he ends up calling Virginia, or no, he sent another email to Virginia. Yeah, and he's asking me all these other questions about sizing. And, you know, and at this point, now another guy has called me about the bike, who I think really understands cycling a little bit more. So I'm kind of anxious to have this guy buy the bike. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is my opportunity to kind of, like, dissuade this weirdo about the bike. So I start telling him, hey, you know, if this isn't right, you know, you probably don't want to do it. You're not going to be happy in the long term, blah, blah, blah. No, he doesn't get that. He calls the next day. And then he says, you know, I want to come on by and pay for the bike. Now, I've heard paying for the bike because he said he had the cash when he first looked at it. Then when he bonded with Virginia, he had the cash. Now this is the third time. Does he really have the cash? Right. I don't even know if he has the cash at this point. Yeah, I'm thinking he's probably full of shit and then makes, you know, maybe he wants to do lunch with us. And I told him, I said, if you're going to come over, We've got other errands. We'll be here for a short time period. And then we've got to go do our stuff. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, well, I'm going to make a freaking sales receipt for this guy. I'm going to put on there as is, you know, final sale, you know, get this thing out of here. I never want to see this guy again, but I'm like afraid every day now we're going to hear from him again. But yeah, he finally did hand over the cash. I think he was there for another 45 minutes. No, he was there because I I was timing that shit because I had to walk out. I was like so done. It was another two and a half hours. So what we've had... She had six hours with the first one, another two and a half. So we've had eight and a half hours talking to this guy about the bike. The bike has not changed. It's been very standard the way it has. I mean, it's a nice bike, blah, blah, blah. Eight and a half hours. And then it's $50 less than what you wanted. So eight and a half hours for 1150 bucks. Unbelievable. At least the bike is gone. We're, we're in the process of unhoarding. I've done my part. I've done my part. I just I want to tell Roxanne, too. I've done my part. I did my part. I mean, I was very, very helpful. 
See, my New Year's resolution's still going strong. So it was to get rid of the bike and get a, a crazy person the address to our house. I yep. think that's that's good. Those were my New Year's check, resolutions. Check, done. Right. Done. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Bye.